All right. Special interview time here on Below the Belt Show. My gosh, I am so happy to welcome beautiful and talented actress. And wow, she's easy on the eyes. <laughs> Ariel Racine. Uh, I hope we Thank pronounced that right. You did. You did. You did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that I did. Yeah. Ariel, thank you for ha- uh, being here on BTB, Below the Belt Show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So um, I, I, there's so many cool things we can talk about, but uh, I guess first and foremost, uh, since I was at Pete Davidson's Bupkis premiere in New York uh, a couple months ago, uh, of course, I had to uh, watch... Uh, the entire series, but we were treated to episode one and two of Bupkiss. And yeah, we saw you on the big screen, Ariel. Yeah, it was there. First, like, minute I was there. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about shooting that scene, being selected to, to do that scene, obviously. Um, I guess the, the series has been out. We can talk about Pete Davidson's on this virtual reality headset, and he's pleasuring himself. Um, and he decides to click on your video, the actress um, that's an adult performer. And um, he um, climaxes and his mom walks down the stairs. And, uh, well, what, what a, uh, let's just call it a homecoming, uh, if you it will. Was. That was quite an entrance, I have to say. Ooh, how, did that, how did that scene um just tell us about, I guess, what led to, first of all, let's talk about the audition process, because curious to see what he, you know, goes for as far as selecting uh, an actress to portray that scene. Um, I'm not sure. I went into, you know, we're not doing live auditions anymore, but right. went in to film it at this place in New York, and it was like a night, it was for like a 90s, like, porn star, so I wore glasses um, and had my hair back in like a, one of those large clips. And then I took it out because in the scene, it says like, I dropped to my knees. So I took it out and like shook it. I, I sent them two different scenes, but, um, or two different takes, but yeah, that was fun. And then I got the notice that I booked it like two weeks later. Oh, directly from a self tape audition. Yeah. Fantastic. So obviously Pete's not in the room with you because after watching the episode, we see it's just a, he's watching um, a porn film. Right. Uh, yeah. Talk us through that that um, that shoot day, if you will. Um. Well, it was pretty funny actually because um, the director just let us kind of do some improv too, which was fun. Like I gave different takes on how weird it was. Like you can say anything like your mom's watching. Cause she kind of like switches between being a secretary and like, Oh, mom's going to hate us or mom's going to be so mad. And you know, he's <laughs> like, Oh, I thought this was supposed to be a secretary. Cause I was like, Ooh, what can I do as a job? So, um, that was fun. And then me making all my noises, that was just, you know, total improv and like, I was literally bouncing against a ball to make it look like I was like going back and forth against the table. So it was just like, it was a little mini workout of noises and like keep going and turning. So that's and, how they do it. They use a, they use yeah. a ball. <laughs> and I also like, let my tits show like too much. So like my, it was a lot of things going on, but yeah. <laughs> well, I was convinced and that I agree that he, uh, certainly picked the right uh, video to view while uh, 
taking care of <laughs> taking matters into his own hands, supposedly. Right. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so um telling your friends and family this this is your uh, big peacock debut, I guess. Uh, what what are where are their thoughts? Um they didn't really say anything. <laughs> They're just like, oh cool. That's how my family is whenever they just like they're proud of me, but they don't need to watch or something, you know. Good job. <laughs> okay, okay. So I, I was curious how you handle the the sexier side of film and, and doing nudity. Um, tell us uh, what goes through your head uh, as far as uh, being comfortable and and uh, and uh, you know being able to 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 bear all on camera. Yeah, um, I think when I first moved to LA, I was gun ho on not doing anything like that. Um, and honestly, I just wasn't ready. So I think it's a mixture of you being comfortable in your own skin and like being ready to do that. Or I wouldn't push it because I didn't push it when I first moved here, when there were like offers, I just wasn't ready. And I think it was because I was so young and like, I don't know, I was from Kansas and I was just like, I'm not going to do that. I actually got let go from a management company. I was doing this like trial with this manager and then I had this agency meeting and I was like and I got this like indie part and it was just like this whole nude lots of sex and I just wasn't comfortable doing it at the time so I said I'm not doing that and I went into the agent that meeting that I had and I sat there sat there sat there waited I guess the manager I was like with at the time called and got the meeting canceled because he told her that I wouldn't do nudity. And so the secretary came out and was like, oh, your meeting's been canceled and we're not going to see you. <laughs> so that was like my first little hello in Hollywood. Um, so that was like a shocker, I guess, in the sense, but that's LA for you and that's real life. Um, his, his idea was that young people, young females have to do nudity that's how you get in which i'm not that's probably true i don't know but um she wouldn't want to see me either so he yeah that was like a interesting experience and then you know i just kept going on about my life and when a part came to me that i was comfortable doing i would do it but at the time i just wasn't so eventually I don't know. I guess I just got older and more comfortable with who I am and being okay with being on naked. Like I, I don't mind being naked at all anymore. And I never did earlier either, but it was just like something that you have to get used to in front of people. And I think I did it slowly in my own comfort. So now it's totally fine. Um, I, you know, for a confidential informant, I was about to go actually strip at a strip club because that seemed so scary, like audition anyways. And yeah. I was like, that seems so scary. And I like to do the things that are the scariest to me. Right. But, but then when I got on set, I didn't have time to do it. I had to go fly and go shoot. But when I got on set, it was actually fine. It was a lot easier to do it on set in front of a camera with people like that. Um, Cause it's maybe more technical or something than yeah, going to a strip club and like dancing and performing as an audition, like, that to me is still scary and I still kind of want to go do it and I might go do that in the darkness of New York some night, but um yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> we'll see. 
you did a great job. I guess we can pivot over to uh, confidential informant. But uh, again, just the closing off the topic of Bubkiss up. I, I, I think it's an incredible show, um, and I can't wait to see season two. I hope Pete goes VR again, and we get to see more of Skipper. Really, um, Skipper comes <laughs> back, yeah. He clearly had impressed uh, Pete Pete Davidson. I just saw his stand up show um, last week, and uh, it was incredible. Pete Davidson and friends, and uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, the lyric in Baltimore. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, home in uh, in Baltimore that weekend, so checked it out. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he just has a way of connecting with the with the audience, and uh, just the, the incredibly hysterical. I was I was curious since you worked on different, you know, see well scenes that were brought together. You did you get a chance to meet Pete at any point? Um, no, actually, I didn't get to. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that one as well. But uh, nonetheless, let's hope to see a skipper back on Buffkiss season two. Because did you did you watch the finale? It's a hell of a cliffhanger, right? Yeah, it is. It's really good. I'm excited for our season two. Yeah. Yeah. We'll. we'll I will uh, definitely. If I run into Pete, I will let him know we want Skipper back for sure. Yeah, please do. Thank you. <laughs> I think you should meet Skipper in the real world. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so let's get into Confidential Informant. Um, so, again, a very sexy role, playing a Ginger the Stripper. And uh, you work very closely with Nick Stahl, yeah? Um, yeah. Who plays uh, Detective... Yeah, who, det- uh, who plays Detective Mike Thornton. And, um, wow, what a powerful film. I mean, it really shows... The dark side of the police force, right? And and the, and how yes. cops themselves are very flawed, you know. You know, as, as uh, oh, we're all a little flawed, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, and, and and so are all of us as well. But Nick, uh, the character Nick plays in particular is um pretty flawed in the fact that, in addition to being um, um a cop, he's also an addict, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a very interesting dynamic that we're, we're kind of seeing in that. And um, but yeah, let's talk about the the confidential informant. Now you kind of mentioned the, the the audition being in a strip club, right? Um, no, no, no. I was wanting to audition at a strip club. Oh, to send the audition tape from a yeah, strip club. Yeah, no, no, I, no, no, no. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Like I did it to be able to. Right. Yeah. So when I. It would be a lot easier because I was frequenting the strip clubs a lot before I went in. And instead <laughs> of like paying the girls to give me a lap dance, I was just paying them to talk to me um, just to like You're doing get their research. online. Yeah, I like I like it. I think that, that's the funnest part um, when you book a role doing the research, right? I think Jennifer Lopez did, did the same thing for Hustlers, I think. I think she actually went to I'm a couple sure shows. Yeah. Yeah. So you were well prepared with the research, and then what is required for the audition? Um, the audition, I had to dance, and I just learned like a quick little segment that I needed to do, and then you know just a scene. And the scene that 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 we saw, you were in a couple few scenes, uh, with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Stahl. Uh, first of all, how 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 was your experience working with Nick? He's amazing. He's a real uh, true pro. Yeah, he's he's an incredible actor, and 
So, uh, wow, <laughs> quite a scene. You actually handcuff Nick's character of Mike, Officer Mike, to the bedpost. And you, you steal some money from his wallet, man. That's the dark side of, uh, I guess, the, the client stripper dynamic, I guess. He was asking for it, you know? Uh, oh, my gosh, he was asking for it. <laughs> oh, my God, what a scene. And then, and then in another scene, um, you're partying. I mean, we see some liquor consumption. We see some snorting some, some cocaine. I was curious. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun in there. <laughs> I think it's a method type of shoot, but how, how are we doing the, the liquor and the Coke consumption on film? I was curious how that went down. Uh, well, it's not real, obviously. I forget what kind of powder. It's like sugar or something that they use for cocaine. Right. And then I think for the whiskey or something, you know? Um. Yeah, so, you know, just take it down remember what it tastes like make that face make that face that like face, did some, like know. yeah straight whiskey yeah but what kind of liquid was it i think it was just tea at the time yeah oh tea okay that now once you took that fake cocaine uh, how did you feel how, how what does it make you feel like <laughs> well i just pretend that i'm getting high so um, but you don't feel anything. It actually doesn't even burn. So oh, it doesn't burn. Okay, to... there's no sensation. No, kind of... There's no sensation. I was curious what they use for fake cocaine in, in movies. I was always curious how. They... Uh, yeah, out some of... kind of powdered sugar like, or something. I'm wondering if some actors like to say fuck it just to bring me the real shit, <laughs> just to go <laughs> method. But I hope not. Uh, you know, we, we do want a safe set for sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done before. Yeah, you think? And all crazy. the movie some making people. there's been, I'm sure. You sure there's been some real? I mean, I mean, who knows? It could be an indie movie. I mean, that's or like, you know, some actors want to do the real thing. Like, wasn't there a thing like a while ago how real act someone wanted to do like actual sex on camera or something? Yeah, I think it was the Chloe Sauvigny and and the Brown Bunny was one example. And then there was also um, the Shia LaBeouf film, Nymphomaniac, with Stacey Nymphomaniac. Martin. Nymphomaniac, I was just about to bring it up. I was like, I'm watching Nymphomaniac, I'm on part two, and like, the guy is actually eating her vagina. Yeah, like, right. Now, yeah, so I, I was like, oh, that's really happening. That's below but the belt. I don't know if they're actually, I don't know, are they actually having sex? Because you don't really see that. So there's two... Um, things from what I've read about, I'm glad you're curious about this because I read about it. Uh, I'm literally Nymphom- like in the depths of watching it right now because I'm yeah. so, on a script and he told some, me to watch so, it. So I'm doing. I've read that some of the actors are adult actors, so they're just body doubles of the the principal actors in the film. So they when they do the close-ups, it's it's the um, the porn actors, and then in some cases it's prosthetics. So Shia could be going down on prosthetic vagina, and I believe the the one of the blowjob scenes with Stacy Martin is a prosthetic penis. Wow. So, okay, got it. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize it was seemed good. That's funny. Okay, good to know. It it gets pretty crazy. Could you see yourself doing something similar to that? Type of role in, in uh, Nymphomaniac? It's really dark. 
it's really dark. Um, I'm at the part, the second part, you know, where she's like getting beaten and she like left her family on Christmas. But um, yeah, I would love to do something like that. I mean, the conversation that she's having in bed with the man that found her um, is just so, it's like poetic the way they tie like what her stories to his like everyday life or like church and like fishing and animals and all that stuff really interesting I mean he did an amazing job I'm like quite wrapped up in it I have to like fast forward through some of the parts where it's like a little too much like hitting and all that stuff I don't like to watch that but the the violence and sexual violence yeah it's one of the most interesting movies I've ever seen it's crazy it's crazy and, I, and then, yeah no i met stacy uh, martin um personally on the set of box lux and uh we talked a little bit about about that uh that scene and it was cool how open and you know it was about talking about it and um, yeah, what'd you say? but yeah she said the majority of the the stuff that she did was prosthetics or you know, pretty much the same thing that i read was the prosthetics or like but she also worked about working with, you know, Shia LaBeouf and, you know, and talked about, you know, how, you know, because initially started as a model and, you know, there's, there is not nudity and, and a lot of the high fashion modeling that she's done before. Right. And, um, sometimes that's an easier, you know, transition to film acting, nudity and film acting. If you model and, you know, seeing that you had yeah. modeled a lot before, did you do anything like a playboy or anything on, along those yeah, lines? I did. I yeah, cool. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Tell us about tell us about that experience. Um yeah, I shot in, I shot for Maxim and FHM um and Playboy. Uh it was fun. I actually got to like help create like this um setting I wanted to do. Like I wanted to do a 70s style Playboy shoot, like in the setting of it. Um, and then and for Maxim, I got to travel to Bali and Thailand and shoot for like a destination place. So it was fun. Oh, cool. Wow. So so the nudity it was, I guess, you were used to it by then. By the time you got on set, you had done it previously for Playboy. Yeah, well, Playboy at the time, it was when they were doing, they were experimenting with just implied. Do you remember when they changed? Yeah, and that didn't last too long, I remember. They actually switched that out, yeah. (laughs) Kind of weird to go backwards, but um, I mean, they tried, and that's when I got on board, so. Oh, okay, all right, well, very good. Um, Well, yeah, so that can be, is kind of, is, I guess, a model into film acting when there's nudity involved, I, I, can, I can imagine. And you're saying that that's probably, probably the case. Yeah. How long were they shooting for? I'm curious. Oh, a nymphomaniac specifically? Yeah. That's a good question. Cause that's like two fairly long films. Four hours. So, yeah. Um, but I was on the film, a set of Vox Lux. That was the movie that you did with Natalie Portman. So, um, and a def- definitely a different type of role. If you ever get a chance to catch yeah. that, that's that's the film that I I um, work with with Stacy on. But uh, cool. yeah, yeah, I am not sure about a nymphomaniac because we're talking it's about like nymphomaniac brain right now. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll look. We'll go look. We'll have to look and check it out for sure. <laughs> Um, of course, um, we are currently on the SAG after strike. So 
here's how a lot of actors uh, spend their time now that auditioning has slowed down. Of course, commercials are still happening, but a lot of the theatrical film and television has slowed down, even independent films that are on their setting after. Um, and I'm curious your, your thoughts on what's going on with the strike right now. Well, it sucks, but it's needed. You know, we go, we're going through a shift in technology. And I think, I mean, every decade or however long, there's always comes a time where things have to change. And this is the time things have to change. So I think it's needed. I hear that we're not going to resolve anything until next year, but let's see what happens. <laughs> But yeah. it is a good time to focus on other things, you know, all those things that you haven't gotten done. Now's the time to do it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's always training, there's theater, there's modeling, and of course, commercials are still happening. Um, you can podcast. <laughs> there's a lot of things you can do. And I was reading on your bio from our, our friend, Mr. Charles Sherman, that uh, you actually have dabbled in screenplay writing. Yeah? I do, and I'm writing a I'm writing a script right now. That's why I was looking into Nymphomaniac just to get some ideas. Not that it's as crazy as that, but it's a little crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm finally getting my writing done. I'm working on a few other passion projects of mine. And I have a 3D online content creator studio that I'm starting and it's in a soft launch right now. So I'm staying busy, but I'm ready to get back to auditioning. Yes, aren't we all for sure? Ariel, it's it's been a tremendous, tremendous uh, interview here on BTV Below the Belt Show. Of course, you can check out Confidential Informant um, on demand. Uh, you can actually watch it on Amazon. You can, uh, I'm sure there's other platforms you can view Confidential Informant. And then, of course, Bupkiss, you can see on Peacock all episodes streaming uh, with my buddy Pete Davidson. Well, he's not really my buddy. I like to, I like to pretend he's my buddy, but uh, <laughs> he's all of our buddy. <laughs> be at the premiere. What can I say? Um, <laughs> so, if you could, Ariel, before we wrap up tonight, um, oh yeah, any um particular um social media you want to promote? Um, where oh, yeah. all your fans um, can find. Yeah, I'm on Instagram at the Ariel Ray. That's A-R-I-E-L-L-E. Then my Twitter is, or my X is Ariel Racine. Um, that's R-A-Y-C-E-N-E. Right on. And of course, uh, before we wrap, let us know who you are. Throw out a plug for Bupkiss and Confidential Informant. And let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. So oh, me. Do that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Ariel Racine. I was on Bumpkiss and Confidential Informant, and I am on Below the Belt Show. Fantastic. Ariel, phenomenal interview. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for having joining me. Us. Yep, and uh, we will see you um, next time the, for your next big uh, project to promote when the strike is over. We'd love to have you back. Sounds good. Thank you so much.